The Money Show. The Africa Business Report. Our Africa Business Report is brought to you by Nedbank Corporate and Investment Banking, partner with a bank that puts sustainability at its heart. See money differently. Nedbank, welcome to The Money Show. Ronak Gopoldis this evening, Director and Africa Analyst at Signal Risk. Do we see any signals, Ronak Gopoldis, that America's relationship with our continent is set for change? Uh, hi, Bruce. Um, yes, we do. I think, um, you know, Donald Trump and under his presidency, we saw the diplomatic handbook and playbook completely ripped up. It was completely unpredictable. And I think under Biden presidency, we're going to see uh, a return to, to orthodoxy, um, which is going to see a more multipolar, multilateral uh, world, uh, a focus on the pandemic and policy approach by science and a focus on climate change as well. I think we're also going to see a more global USA, uh, which should be more constructive uh, for the African continent. And I think really the four priority areas which the Biden administration is going to focus on, uh, disease, diplomacy, democracy, and and debt. Sorry, disease, diplomacy, democracy, and debt. Um, And so that's got potential there for huge impacts for African financial markets. Yeah, you're you're quite right. Um, already, we're seeing in the short term that this is this has been a welcome relief for for African sovereigns. Uh, we've had the Biden bounce. Um, the election <laughs> uncertainty is out the way, um, and we've seen equity markets and stock markets rally. This is also good for risk assets like African euro bonds and currencies. Um, and as we know, the continent has, has really been suffering this year under the weight of the cost of funding increasing. Uh, quite significantly. So this is a welcome relief. Uh, the fact that uh, the House and the Senate will be in split control has also meant that some of the, the more extreme or business-unfriendly policies that, that have been touted by the extreme left in, in the U.S. Uh, will probably not gain traction. So there's been a bit of positivity there. And then, of course, positive news around the development on a COVID vaccine. So all of this has, has been... Uh, quite a positive for for uh, African financial markets in, in recent days, uh, which has driven down the cost of funding. Um, and that's certainly a positive given the, the extent of the debt problems that the continent is facing. Do we anticipate any radical shifts in trade and investment policy? Because I'm not sure that um, the uh, Trump administration undid too much of what previous administrations had done. Bush brought us a goer, um, and that was cemented then under Obama. And I think it's pretty much, by and large, stayed in place, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, a goer is definitely in place, but I think there will be a bit of a shift. Um, you know, on a global level, we know that under Trump, America had this America First policy. It was very protectionist and isolationist. Uh, of course, there was a trade war with China, um, and I think the relationship with China will will change. And obviously that will be uh, a net positive for the global economy in terms of growth, in terms of demand. Uh, less protectionist impulses uh, is it, healthier for the global economy. I think also the Trump administration in its dealings with African countries tended to adopt uh, a bilateral approach, negotiating deals with the likes of Kenya, um, which undermined the African continental free trade agreement. So I think under a Biden administration, which will, will value multilateralism more, I think we could see a collective bargaining approach, which which will be beneficial for the continent of free trade agreement. And then recently we had Ngozi Okonjo-Iriala, who was appointed to lead the World Trade Organization, first female African woman to do it. But the Trump administration blocked that. So I think, you know, with the Biden administration, there'll be a clear passage for that, 
which will be good for the African continent. Um, but you're right, in terms of some of the other investments in the broader economic approach, um, the Trump administration did do some good work. The Prosper Africa Initiative, the Build Initiative, uh, increasing funding for the U.S. Exim Bank were all positive developments, but um, they didn't have the necessary technical or political support to, to really achieve what they should have. Yeah, I mean, diplomacy isn't something that one ordinarily associates with Donald Trump. I mean, his record on diplomacy is actually quite interesting. The recognition of Israel and a number of other uh, mm-hmm. very significant moves um, will go down in history, either well or badly, depending on your perspective. Um, but what about mm-hmm. you know, future shifts in diplomacy? Is there going to be change? Yeah, so I think with regards to Africa, you know, the Trump worldview was very much framed in what Russia and China were doing. Um, and I think the Biden administration will, will have a more holistic and a more pragmatic approach. I think they'll also differ quite significantly in terms of the style. We know that, for example, the U.S. under Trump threatened to withhold funding uh, to Ethiopia for their dam uh, in order to bully it into, into agreeing to compromise with Sudan and Egypt. Um, I don't see that happening under a Biden administration. I think the other thing that could be quite interesting is that whereas Trump has railed against the IMF and the World Bank uh, and, in, and um, you know, traditional uh, institutions which have been shaped in the U.S.'s image, I think um, Biden will probably use this to advance Washington's agenda. I think also, you know, we'll probably see uh, the U.S. rejoining the Paris Agreement, um, and, and rejoining the World Health Organization. So all of these, again, will be good for multilateralism and uh, global cooperation, uh, particularly on issues like climate change and, and COVID. Um, on the security side, I still think we'll get a hawkish approach, although migration will probably be a little bit, bit, uh, bit easier. So I think a reversion probably to more normal, conventional and traditional diplomacy under the Biden administration. Uh, one of my favourite uh, quotes from uh, Clem Santa um, was he'd gone to go and address the Chinese Politburo way back in 2005. And he said to the Chinese authorities that he met there, he said, what, what do you like about Africa so much? Why are you making such big roads into Africa? Uh, and they said, well, we never meet Americans there. So it's a good opportunity. And I think <laughs> things have moved on since then um, somewhat. And we've seen more American diplomatic missions and we've seen greater business interest in the future Africa opportunity. But I wonder whether the Biden administration starts treating the continent as an opportunity in the same way as many other countries have been doing for years. Yeah, that's the great hope. And I think if, if the U.S. does have this kind of more broad worldview, uh, Africa can only stand to benefit. I think in the past uh, we've seen, in the past few years, we've seen the U.S. retreat and become much more isolationist. I think there's a foundation for it to build on. Uh, a lot of it will still be framed by what China is doing and countering that. As we know, Africa is becoming a theater for geopolitical competition. So I think the U.S. has a very different style to China. You know, it's private sector led. Uh, it, it advocates kind of investment uh, and trade and free market uh, initiatives. So I think that's something, uh, given the, the alarming growth rates in Africa, that will need to be, to be advanced quite significantly. Um, and I think, you know, the, the U.S. has the foundation to build on. As I've mentioned, some of these Trump initiatives were were sound initiatives, just did not have the, the political support that they required to become effective. So given the extent of the domestic challenges, the levels of polarization in the U.S. at the moment, it remains to be seen how effective it's going to be and where Africa features in the pecking order. 
And I think at the end of the day, the, the approach towards Africa will need to go beyond the sentiment and symbolism to deliver kind of tangible results in trade, investment, governance and security. Pessimistic then? Optimistic about U.S.-Africa relations? I think you sound fairly upbeat about the prospects. I mean, relative to the last few years, I think where the Trump administration for the first two years ignored Africa uh, and insulted Africa and then belatedly woke up in terms of what Russia and China were doing, I think this is going to be a far more constructive model of engagement. I wouldn't say I'm particularly pessimistic or optimistic, but more more constructive uh, because I think the Africa will at least be heard and seen uh, under under Biden administration. And I wonder if we'll finally learn where Nambia is, or perhaps it'll be removed <laughs> from the uh, from the lexicon. Um, I hope so too. <laughs> Rona Kapolis. You should go to the diplomatic corps. There's a job. Uh, Rona Kapolis, Director and Africa Analyst at Signal Risk.